Thank you for listening to the Other Side of Sports podcast, representing the DMV. Be sure to subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube at OSS TV. Look, we need your support, so please do us a favor and make sure you leave a comment and give us a rating. Thank you. Now on to our show. <laughs> you are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Welcome back and now tune into the other side, the other side of sports. Yeah. I'm your host, Laws in the yeah. building. We got D, yeah. we got Jeff, yeah. we got Aaron rocking out. That's right, you already know. Uh like got, got some stuff, got some sports, a little bit of sports this week. Uh last week we went ham, you know what I'm saying? Social social justice week, you know, we 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 coined it. Uh this we we got a little bit of part two today because some wild stuff happened to me today, dog, on the golf course, y'all. We talked today. about it last week, y'all. Today, oh, I'm about goodness. that, y'all. I'm like, you know, given the circumstances, I, you would think people just had, dog. Some of these white people, not all of them, but some of them, dog, they so. just, young. I don't know, like, so I'm on the course, right? I'm playing with randoms because because of the COVID nineteen, you can't even just. Like, like play unless you got a group of four, they just gonna match you with random mammas every time by default. Unless you like you playing with your man or something like that. So I'm I'm there solo dolo. I show up. Shout out my man Dave who, who work at the Jones Sligo Creek. He cool. Um, so he's like, yeah, here I'm gonna pair you up with these other dudes. They on the way. Blah blah blah. I'm like, all right, cool. So dude gets here. Three white dudes. One dude, he he probably shouldn't even been out that jump playing golf, young. Battle might have been like four hundred fifty pounds, young. Real oh, tough. Man. Like he, like I, he, I was like, bro, you all right? Cause the way he was like swinging his club, I'm like, but I ain't get involved. So the other dude, <laughs> we 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 playing, we like on hole three. This man was gonna say to me, he says something like, like yeah, something like. Like, I, I guess I hit a shot or something, and he was like, yeah, man, right there on the green. He was like, I guess since in this day and age, all, everything matters, you know, uh, what's going on now, all, all things matter. So, like, when he said that, I, like, mm-hmm. kind of looked like, I, exactly, Jeff, that, hmm, I'm like, huh, like, what? I look like that. So then, like, I hit my ball, we start, like, walking you know, down down to the fairway. So he's like, "Oh, you know, I, I I didn't really mean anything negative about you know when I made the comment about things mattering." Nah, he was nah. like, "You know, like that the whole movement and everything just really like touched my heart. Like I, I'm so uh, so I'm so upset about the whole thing. You know, I dated this black girl uh, like for like a year, and so I said, so I'm looking like dog. Like I almost want to turn about like like I almost wanted to just be like dog. Just stop talking, bro. Just 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 relax." and play golf and just chill but it's that nervous tension that they be feeling dog like you talked about it last week yeah, so then he's like, white he's like guilt, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's like oh I had a white black girlfriend and it was just horrible man it was just horrible so I I was like I'm not gonna get into this conversation and like 
because it's just going to end bad. So I just kind of try to tail it back. So I was like, you know, we in some interesting times and, you know, people just need to know that this is not a, like, people are on, on tilt. So you need to be careful and what, you know, what you say to people because people can take it in a whole lot of different kind of ways. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was real nice about the joke. I said it with a smile. You know, I smile everything. I tell Bab, I'm about to steal him and I'm, I'm cheesing. So, <laughs> um, so I said that. So then we like start going. So then he's like, he's like, yeah, man, you know, I really enjoy playing like golf with you and you know, this, this and that. And I'm just like, oh, this like, and I and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, dog, is this just how it is, young? Like, it's just no way to get around it, dog. The George Floyd Jones has, you know, the world upside down. And, and my wife, she kind of mentioned it too, but she was saying like, it's kind of like the Emmett Till situation. Like when the Emmett Till situation, like it, it just caused an outrage and uproar because of just how, you know, the how graphic the, you know the seeing that depiction on TV during this time where everybody was like locked in the homes it just kind of set you know our world ablaze dog um and now you know Jeff credit to you that the people are doing what you said like show up at these people's houses young yeah? at the politicians houses and stuff and they're really trying to change some of the policies and put some things in place and now just like in every movement, the jump always goes like, like our target is like straight ahead, and somehow the arrows start going over here and going over there, and now there's this whole thing about that's right. You already know defunding the police, yeah. which is like, I, like people are starting to take this to mean, you know, get rid of the police. Some are saying that that's that's the what needs to happen, while others are saying like maybe this is not the best course of action. The police now, these bamas unionizing and trying to cop pleas and and, <laughs> and tell the public like, oh, we, we're good and we don't stand for what those cops did, but you're not going to just attack us and and basically trying to be the victims in this situation. Um, you know, a lot of people have come forward and tried to basically give an explanation for what defunding the police really means and you know have have spoken out to say that that means that I reallocate funds into other areas of the communities to try to help build the communities because when you look at like communities that are privileged that have like you don't really need a whole bunch of police to like regulate it because the people have stuff and are you know what I'm saying are good so you know what, what are y'all thoughts on it what do, you, what do y'all thoughts on defunding the police like and, 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 the, and the rhetoric around that? I, th- I mean, I think it's a terrible branding um, by whoever decided to start using that term because defunding the police sounds like you mean take all the money away and just have vigilantes, I guess, police your neighborhood, but that's not what it means at all. It just means take all of that. Because they uh, basically every time they do a police budget, it goes up and up and up, just like defense spending with the country every year, like with the military. Mm-hmm. And so what people... I feel like they mean is demilitarize the police. They don't need to have tanks and all this stuff that they're using for this riot gear and treating the citizens of the country like they somewhere in Kosovo or Iraq or something like that. It's just, mm-hmm. it's unnecessary. So a lot of that money could be diverted to social programs they're saying that would make the crime rates go down and I guess in turn not necessarily need all that equipment that they 
end up with while nurses and stuff are putting plastic bags and stuff like that across their faces with COVID going around and they don't have the proper PPE. It's just like little stuff like that that doesn't necessarily yeah. make sense because those vests are expensive. Those tanks, all of that military equipment that police, uh, small police departments have now is, is ridiculously expensive. And so you don't have money for schools. You don't have money for all of these other necessities that a community has over military equipment when you're supposedly not at war. It just, it, it doesn't add up. But the branding of it, calling it defunding is, it, yeah. it, it's stupid because that's what happens. I feel like with Democrats being led by more emotional people and there's no strategy that seems to be employed with some of these um, lobbying around and it's just people throw out a term and everybody jumps on it like, okay, we're going to defund the police, defund the police. White people don't want to hear nothing like that. They'll never get behind something like that. And so you got to be more effective in coming up with terms. Like, that's very, very important semantics when it comes to lobbying. It's and semantics is everything. Turning heart. Because so the other like, side going to use it. They going to use it. Every time. Like, they deal with the flag when it comes to uh, protests and police brutality. It's like they change narratives. They use terms very seriously. Because Americans aren't the smartest people. And you can throw little simple terms, and then they'll just take it and run with it. So I just think it's a terrible branding. But... I think the overall idea, if you look into what they're actually saying you should do, it makes sense. Yeah. Another thing they have, they've been talking about as far as reforming of the police is the qualified immunity and changing the uh, the laws around qualified immunity. And for those who don't know, qualified immunity basically is like a protection for the law enforcement to be able to do certain things and not be held personally liable for those actions. So in a lot of situations, they're not able to sue the individuals um, for the conducts that may fall outside of what we would constitute as proper behavior. And so, you know, there's been looking, look, people have been looking into how can they remove qualified immunity or reduce, you know, how stringent it is. Because right now, the way that it's set, it, you can't, you can't do anything essentially. Um, and there's a lot of just things that need to be reformed uh, on a, I mean, on a positive note. And, and, and I would say policing just in general is different in different areas. Cause I think depending on the area, um, you know, you know, man, Aaron had a conversation the other day, like this area is different than a lot of other areas. This is a very diverse area and not that racism doesn't exist, but there's diversity. And, you know, what I'm saying when you look at just D.C., Maryland, primarily or the DMV location, it's very diverse. Young. And I wouldn't necessarily say the police are bad here because um, I don't I, I mean, but you're not a criminal and you can't say that because you don't interact with the police true. in the same way. <laughs> that's true. That, that's true. You know yeah. what I mean? So, that, so that's but just even, but I get. But what, I guess he's still saying, well, I guess what you're trying to say, not to speak for you, Harold, but like mm -hmm. you could, it'd be hard to, even though it's, it's very well possible, but it's harder to envision like uh, you, like being random and not being in trouble and then having the police like really like mess with you like that and rough you up in this area is that is that kind of more so what you're saying versus because you know because you know in other areas where it's like you know that's way more like you said where they don't have the diversity and they're super racist they're definitely they're they're going to treat every black person there's a higher chance of that than yeah. it is in the dmv I, although it could definitely happen yeah so so i challenge that notion and i disagree because the most brutal police forces are in these democratic areas with diverse people. L.A., New York, 
And there was a time where people. I mean, but that joint LA ain't really L- LA ain't really diverse. If you look at the uh if you huh? look at uh, dog, I'm I'm just saying in terms of black people. I'm saying if you look at the population of black people, DMV in Atlanta, there's just way more than there are in LA. That, that's what I mean. Not when I say diversity, I'm I'm mainly really referring to black people. Like concentration. Yeah, but I mean, like, look at the numbers. Used to, used to toss bamas up. It, it, you don't have to go to a rural town to get mistreated by police. What I'm saying yeah, is, like, nah, that's, that's what I did. That's, that's what Who's I. more diverse than New York? Yeah, they toss it up. Has one of the bro. worst police forces. So I just yeah. feel like that's a misconception that people, a lot of people, have on our side of this this debate. Nah, but but that but mm-hmm. that but that's what I was saying, Aaron. Like I, I I prefaced it by saying it could happen anywhere. It's not like it's impossible. Like if I, just, I heard, if I heard Harold was driving through PG. And like, you know what I'm saying? A white officer like told him just because he was speeding to get out and then rubbed him up. It could happen. I'm just saying, I, I think things are, you do look at things on a percentage basis. It's just not as high of a chance to happen, but it could very well happen. Like you say, it could happen anywhere. It could happen. And I just don't know, like, I mean, shout out to Marion Bowser. She she planted Black Lives Matter on the on the street leading up to the White House. That was a gangster move. I mean, it was a super troll, but that, that was gangster. <laughs> and, I, and I know people have a lot to say negative about Marion Bowser. I could, you know, you could throw my name in that hat, you know, but as far as like a gesture of like, at least, you know, this is the first time in, in my my history of knowing her as a, like, to, for her to, like, actually stand behind black people. And maybe it's like a political move, dog, because, I mean, nowadays, anybody say whatever to just get be on the right side of, uh, of the majority, you know, as far as public opinions is concerned. But, you know, I, I mean, I, I think when you talk about just like if you got bar dog, I, you mean to tell me a barber out in Wisconsin is better than a barber in a city around here? Like I just don't, I don't know. I, that's how the demographic <laughs> of people change. How like you know what I'm saying? And and I get it. I I, I agree with you in some parts, Aaron. Um, that that could be misconstrued, but at the same time, I just. I, I know we have a systemic issue of racism, and I know that police need to be reformed all across America. The institution okay, itself no is corrupt, no question. Uh, but yeah, when so I'm that, saying that, like, is it bad versus good, or do we have like systems? Do we have police systems that generally work well, or does the whole joint got to get t- tossed out? Yeah, I, th- I think that the whole joint got. I mean, it's a mind, it's a mindset, and I can't think of this guy's name, but he was like kind of like a world-renowned trainer of a lot of the police force and he he's taught like a lot of these these chokeholds and these different things and then the whole mindset almost like you know basically you're you're going to be proactive as opposed to reactive and so that's why Bama's is always on on tilt so I think it's a whole thing of changing like the mind frame too like I'm all for what y'all were saying like whether you would change the the marketing campaign to demilitarize or a redistribution of police funds, a reallocation. I, I don't know what, like you said, something different, but my thing would still be with all that being said, you would still have to change the mind frames and the, and the officers that are trained or, and that are newly hired, that they think differently than, because even if you do that and you still have the officers with the same mind frame, you know, it'll probably still be happening. So, and so, so, I mean, I agree with you in theory, 
But what I'll say is if there are there's no penalties for what they're doing. So See, that's, you, the, that's the right. issue. If they know they have to pay out lawsuits but, but, or they'll lose their I, job, but or it's just not the, the Go ahead. I was just going to say, just to argue that, that that was always the whole theory, um, you know, on the death penalty. They thought that it would basically make people not commit the type of crime. But statistics show that the death penalty, yeah, that it was supposed to be a deterrent. But statistics show that that's not really a deterrent. With that being said, I think we all know that they have to change laws. So you would at least see what would happen. You know what I mean? To see if that affects I mean, from making this move, you know what I mean? It might not, yeah. but you gotta have it in place for sure. But but if you ask you ask someone who's rich and in power and has money, they'd be like, "Young, yeah. are they more scared of being broke and poor without nothing or dying? They're gonna say broke and poor, dog, without nothing. Or, <laughs> These members act like they don't care. Or a black or a black person having more than them, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like they I mean, they don't want that. And to me, I, I when I look at it, I mean. And again, I don't have all the answers. This is to me, this is a kind of a, a, a multi-layered thing that has yes, a lot of for sure, onion right. layers to it. You know what I'm saying? That you got to peel back and kind of attack it. But it, when I look at it, there, like Aaron just said, there's first of all, there's no accountability with these officers. Mm-hmm. The stuff that they do on camera, blatantly, when there's no threat to their lives, and and they get to just do this. I mean, to me, that. What happened with Floyd and other guys, and not just Floyd, the ones that came before him, these are like public lynchings to me because people sit around and they watch it. No one does anything to stop it. And these guys just get off. They may get a slap on the wrist. You may get fired. But the problem with being fired is I can go to the next county and get a job again as a police officer and do it all over again. So there needs to be something in place that if you had this on your record, that you can't just pick up and then go to the next county the, yeah, because you know, because you, you know, like they have essentially like this thing that the unions have is almost it's like an anonymous clause. So like mm-hmm. when they get when they get all these like different complaints or like you said, if there's an incident like uh, crazy reports, like that's not public information. So it allows police officers to yeah. to do these things and hide behind. And hide, yeah. Because yeah. right now, because right now, no, none of us could probably name all the four officers. And the George Floyd John. We know him by name? Nope. Nah. Brianna Taylor. Bama. You know the officers. You know the officers nah. that that they, they that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. These Bamas is in the wind. They do something reckless and then they in the wind. Nobody n- names it. You you might see their face if, if the if the media decides to show it, but for the victims, the victims are always on Front Street. You always see the victims' names everywhere. You see the joke played over millions of times on TV and stuff like that. And and that has to shift too. That has to change too. Even how it's reported, um, you know. So that's gonna be tough to do the reporting part of it. That that's yeah. gonna be difficult because you know when they yeah. when some of these people get stories, they're just gonna run it. If TMZ gets a Yo, story, they're just, they're just I mean, run it. Uh, it's Dwayne Wade and LeBron James, though. <laughs> it's Dwayne Wade and LeBron. It's an alley oop to you, and they just throwing it back and forth, though. Mm-hmm. It just them ratings going through the roof. Yeah, Bama's gonna be Fox. in front of the TV. That's Fox. it. Um, so with the whole George Floyd show, Drew Brees last week came out, said some reckless, tied it to the flag, that all that <laughs> age old rhetoric. Don't then the next it. day, 24 hours later, no, Bama came back, cop and please like apologizing. I guess he talked to his close buddies and, and got clarity. Um, since then, you know, some people have like, I, I guess came out after they were critical of him. 
came out and tried to defend Drew Brees uh, after he made his follow-up statement saying that, you know, he was wrong. It's not about the flag. You know, he got that. He missed the mark and, you know, he was out of touch and, not, uh, you know, had a, had a didn't have a full level of awareness and this and this and that. Drew Brees also came. I don't know if it was personally him or somebody on his, his management team. He put out a post on his IG directed towards President Trump. It says to President Trump. And then it says these issues are not about the flag and then you know he he cites black lives matter and, and george floyd protests and stuff and tries to clarify even further um my question is to y'all like is that enough y'all you know no it's not enough no i'm done with it cannot done with your first instinct your first response like when you're in your natural comfortability like mm-hmm. the band was on the phone with another white dude talking about other stuff and he asked him other questions he wouldn't say anything about, like he was saying, oh, fair and equality, yada, yada, yada. But the Bama got super passionate when he asked him about the protesting. And then he automatically goes to my grandfather, this, that, that, that. And it's the way that white men view the world, like through their microscope and everybody else has to assimilate to the way they see the world. I think I think the thing, the thing about it is, um, like what he has to accept is, it, it'll be some people that will uh, you know, give him the opportunity to amend because, you know, he has done like a ton of good in that community in New Orleans, which is mostly black and, you know, donated a bunch of money and been like a pillar in that community and having the conversations and, you know, them able to explain things more and him listening. Cause of course that's what, that's what it takes. That's what we wanted. And then a naturally action to follow once you actually were able to listen and put yourself in the other person's shoes in the black person's shoes and actually see and have that empathy. And I think, you know, I know Shannon Sharp mentioned that he reached out to him because, you know, he, he, mm-hmm. gave that, he killed that Bama. And, yeah. you know, he said they talked for like 30 minutes and, you know, just trying to, and just explaining to him. And he was like, he told him like, I don't think you have a bad bone. I think you're a really good person. Everything I've seen you do. So, you know, like, I'll mm-hmm. give you, but it doesn't stop here. And so, like, he's definitely going to have to be an advocate, and it'll be people that still won't accept him. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's what he has to realize. Some people will, and some people won't. Like, they'll, you know, forgive him, but that's just what he has to come to grips with. And, yeah, you know. I, I mean, me personally, I think everybody's entitled to forgiveness. But if I steal $20 from you, Jeff, right? I take $20 from you, and then I call you on the phone, like, hey, bro, I took $20. My bad, bro. I'm sorry, dog. Like, that's not enough. I got to give you the bread back. I got to cash app you or something. Yeah, and and that's what I'm saying. That's a simple example from the the standpoint of giving the bread. For something like what he did, he's going, it's going to take time and essentially atonement. And then you might, or other people might. And then, like I said, it'll be still people that still won't, you know? And my thing is, sometimes we got to separate deeds from people's hearts. Like, there's a Mm -hmm. lot of racist who did things for black people or, you know what I mean, communities, because that also affects their legacy. No difference than mm-hmm. talking about who's better, LeBron or Jordan. Yeah. It does. And they like and they get a kick out of a lot of that. Like that yeah. that, that that white man helping or white people like being that sa- that, that black savior. Dog. So like mm-hmm. I hear like I understand what you're saying hundred percent, Jeff. And I'm not saying he's an all around piece of shit, but at the same time, like what he did is a direct talking point that that side uses to pull attention away from holding police accountable and black people being treated the way they're supposed to be treated. 
And he's not stupid. Like, this man, I know that Saints playbook forwards and backwards. He's one of the smarter <laughs> quarterbacks that's been in the league. Like, Colin Kaepernick, no, four years ago. It's not like this joint just popped up the other day when he cur- he's yeah. had four years to have black teammates and learn and see what was going on and see Kaepernick get kicked out of the league. You didn't ask one question. But then when you get death threats in a city that's 60% black, all of a sudden, your PR team can figure out but you know, what you should have done for you. Know, but, but you know, with them, young, like it's it's the matter of some of them just really being oblivious, young. It really be like that because it's like not an issue of theirs that they have to face. Like, you can't put away being black. You know, like you, you walk into the room, that's your skin color. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, as a white man, they have like that cloak of like, in a sense, anonymity. They could finesse through stuff. They get opportunities off of the strength of that. Like black people don't get that same luxury. And so, you know, it, it's, it's just one of them things where uh, when it comes to him, like like I said, he gonna, he gonna have to wear that. And, you know, he's just like kind of insensitive because he don't, he don't have to, you know, deal with them problems on a daily basis. So they kind of just... That ain't in the, in their world, and that's that's the thing I think some of them be guilty of. But it's some of them that are racist too, and they they meant that too. So you know, it's no way to kind of know that. Like each person has to basically make their own decision after time. So, so what about Roger Goodell? Roger Goodell came out with some strong statements Flute. on behalf of Black Lives Matter. He, Flute, he stated Black Lives Matter. Flute. He talked directly about social injustice that he actually admitted being wrong about the uh, players protesting and different things of that nature uh, to the point where, you know, Donald Trump had something to say in regards to what Roger Goodell said on behalf of the NFL. Um, You know, it was the jump fluke or was it, you know, is it, is it something to be uh, noted or, you know, is this all just political posturing propaganda just stuff to just call off the uh, call off the uh the heat that's come from social groups in regards to this issue i'm more inclined to believe him than brief okay really Uh yeah because he's not in charge of his message this bama is only a mouthpiece for the owners and the positions that they take so him being the ceo of the company and seeing how most of America was on the other side of the issue when this happened four years ago. I mean, but that would be, but, but Aaron, you got to understand, like, I can't just, yeah, I mean, I can't, I'm saying, I'm more inclined to believe. Nah, but I'm saying even, even with the fact of you saying like, he's the mouthpiece and owner, I mean, he was a lawyer himself. So like, believe like they take his word too. Now, ultimately, obviously, if they didn't agree with something, they would overrule them. But I, I think that, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's definitely plenty of times where he has, you know, essentially control. But if they, of course, they want to get out a message or they want to tell them to fall back, then they'll do that. So I wouldn't just chalk that joint up to being mm. like, you know what I'm saying? His message or not his message or whatever. Like ultimately it is fluke based on, you know, the fact that, the players put out that video, which the dude who was the producer of it was actually an NFL employee and, and uh, I think worked for like their social media portion. And he produced it because, you know, he was fed up uh, after seeing a George Floyd joint. And he was actually a white dude, but he reached out to, uh, I think it was like Hopkins and them first. And, yeah, you know, Bama started yeah. saying yes. Yeah. And so um, after that video, 
is when like a day later he came out Goodell came out with the statements and basically spelling out everything that what the players had said and then went uh, to say more the thing that people were waiting to hear and we don't know why whether it's legal or whether it's not is the fact he said that they were wrong but he didn't mention Kaepernick's name of exactly. course people oh, want to yeah. know if he gonna say Kaepernick so, the Batman yeah. gonna get a job yeah. no yeah. I, I, the lawsuit coming you know if you say that Batman name Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You that's already know. We blackballed him. Boop. That jump yeah, will be in the mail. And that's why I have a hard time believing what he says because of right. because of the whole Kaepernick thing and how they pretty much boxed him out of the league. Mm-hmm. Even though when you look at majority of the quarterbacks that start in the league, he's better than seventy percent of them at this time. Even so, it, so can they make that situation right? Is there a way to make that situation right now? That bridge is burned and it's gone. It's, there's no coming back. He's not going to come back and play in the NFL. It's too late. It's mm-hmm. over. I just feel like it's finished. I Even think he'll be on the roster this league. I mean, this year. You think so? You think yeah. so? You think so? I, not I, based on politics. Is, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I got to throw y'all with the Wings. I ain't saying he's going to start, but he'll be, he'll, he'll be at somebody's camp. On some outside, Yo, they, they, listen. I wouldn't be surprised if they talking to Kaepernick right right yeah, now, trying to figure out how we can get this Bama back. Like, what can we do? If we were I, wrong. They probably copping pleas and everything because 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 honestly, for the league itself to really save face, getting Kaepernick to buy into like you know what I'm saying, no, allowing him to kind of that's, push, that's, that's, that's want to come back. That's the ultimate. That's the ultimate. <laughs> but son, that's an overblown statement to really save your face. They put out the Yo. statement like, "Bat, you know, NFL fans is gonna be satisfied with that." And when the season come, Bama's is gonna be watching games. They're gonna be buying tickets if they open things back up with the COVID. So but, I, it don't matter. But, like, yes, no, no, it no. will go a long I, way I, if they pull Kaepernick you. back. I, but no, it, it won't matter. I'm with you, dog. The cakes taste good, but when you got the icing on that jump, it tastes better, dog. It's just the, the cake, trick. not the cakes, no. dog. Chill. So let's move. Let's move on. Let's move on to some basketball, yeah. Mikey Williams, young boy out of California, is considering going to HBCU and taking his talents there. Could he be the catalyst to 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 streamline the uh, the the prize the the talent prospects into HBCUs over these big name schools? Uh, his statements about it was was pretty strong for a young kid. I, I appreciate how articulate he was over the issue, but he was just saying that the big name schools are the big name schools because of the the big name talent that goes to these schools that help perpetuate this this whole chain of events where these schools get paid on the backs of these young players and you know him deciding he's saying you know essentially I could be putting that that money or driving that towards my own people or to the benefit of my own people do y'all think it will happen you know what will ha- what do y'all anticipate happening with that situation you gonna go to a big school Say I yeah, was. He gonna, he gonna transfer. That's what I, I gotta see transfer. it to believe it, dog. And the thing is, like, I think that it would have to take like a, a trio of Bama's going in there, yeah, like how, you know, but, yeah, but, like not. Just but he one. could be the, like, the only way is if he, that, if if that Bama was such a dog, and, you know what I mean? Where it was like, you have to be Zion, Zion at right. yeah, like with that. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, because other than that, they need like a trio of uh, all Americans, uh, McDonald's all Americans to go to a joint and maybe in the same that division and, then, and play each other and have that type of momentum. You can't just be one dude going to a school, even if you are vicious, because mm-hmm. they're going to kind of try to deter you from doing that, going that route to keep other kids from doing that. You know how. How these jokers work. That's right. You already know. Yeah, it's going to be hard at that. No, I that's mean, where, no, trust right. me, the but media you, would be wherever they needed to be. Like, if 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 Bama is at yeah. Howard, Hampton, Walton, no, whatever. they going to be there. they going to be Jim there. No, if Allen Iverson, I, I mean, know, the, Allen Iverson oh, went yeah. to Georgetown. Georgetown was packed. But if Allen Iverson went to, like, well, Any nah, of them joints out his name, bro. So much nah, of Allen Iverson's at HBCUs nah. that Bama's don't go see because nah. they're HBCUs. Bama's with, yeah, you're right. You I see what? Bama. You say when what, I was what, hit uh, Aaron? It's a bunch of, like, y'all keep saying, yeah. like, if these right. nice nah, dudes go right. to HBCUs, no, right. it's they a right. bunch not, of dudes that are better than a lot of D1 Bama's. He right. He right. They're right. not the McDonald's All-Americans, man. No, I, but I no, no, no. Who have been McDonald's All-Americans that end up at HBCUs, though? You say what? You talk. There's a different level of guy you would have to be. Like let's let's take uh, what's it do? Mike Williams that went to Merrill. That was a McDonald's All-American. If he would have went to Bowie State, though, right. or Howard, or something like that, niggas is not coming to rock with this yeah, family. Right. Like, you have nah, to be nah, Zion. Yeah, but we weren't talking. Yeah, we, that's what yeah, we're talking about. Yeah, you got to be Zion. Yeah, you got to be Zion. But it's only yeah. one Zion, though. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but the whole point is, you but you got to be vicious. It's not like it, having other, uh, it hasn't been other vicious freshmen. Zion yeah. came in nah. with this. So he was like one of the earlier and obviously in the social media age or whatever. You know, but it's been other vicious freshman Bamas. I'm talking yeah. about the top of the top McDonald's All-American. Like, name three like, other Mike that, that would have a draw. Other than like a Shaq, uh, a seven-footer, like... What guard six 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 seven and under would have that kind of billing? Because Zion had a following mm-hmm. in high school because of the dunks and the YouTube yeah, sensation. Right. So yeah, if you right. remove that from the equation, dog, it's a lot. Like it's some nice dudes at HBCU, dudes no, that weren't D one first they, they and was knuckleheads dudes, and got kicked like, out. No, yeah. like. No, but I'm no. just saying from guards to big men to any like all these bamas we could have named so, from Kentucky. I'm saying name some Booker other than Zion. Yo, I'm saying from the Anthony Davises to the Devin Bookers to Nobody, the, you know what I'm Devin saying, Booker to the R.J. Barrett's. Dog, dog, Devin Booker was nice, dog. He it, in the league, Bama nice, and Bama in, still don't know who he is, Harley. <laughs> but, but I'm saying, if, like, we were in this different time, like, or like the time we are now, and, and more eyes were on that, I think it makes I mean, much more difference. Because you're talking about, like I said, Anthony Davis, R.J. Barrett was nasty. Like, Bama's knew about Zion. Yeah, you're, he came with it. But trust me, Bama's would have been there for R.J. Barrett, dog. KG. Kyrie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, I, I don't, yeah, they, I don't know. I, I like, disagree. So, 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 so this is the thing. I think that when you talk about, like, college basketball, the thing that makes people able to, like, know who you are and increase notoriety is exposure. Yeah, you got to so, win. You got to be in the tournament. So, yeah, so you got to be in the tournament. So if you're at HBCU and you got a cooker who's nice, people might know his name, but people not going to really know him like that. Because there are Bamas. I, I actually have to... I'm, no, I actually but, that, with, but that's with, with it. We're talking about... Nah, I man, I'm just saying it's the it's the level of, of the player. And when I say trio, I meant, like, how, uh, you know what I'm saying? What was it? Uh, uh, 
like the fat five, like all on one team type drink? Yeah, like, like, like all on one team. Okay, I can yeah, see that. Yeah, no, I'm saying all that. on one team. Let's Whoever the number three Bama yeah. in the country is, that's nasty and like that, like a trio of Bama. And, yeah. and you know they dog, and the media is going to be following them if they because yeah, yeah. they're so, so be dominating. So if you got to average forty, you got to look much better than everybody uh-huh. else there. Clearly, yeah. every night. Yeah, every oh, yeah, so, yeah, that's why I'm so saying. Top, like, so if you the top ten, top top, let's say the top ten college recruits, right? Out of the top ten, let's say five go to HBCUs. That's that. I think that that will be enough momentum to kind of change like eyes and get eyes on some of these HBCUs I, and, and it shift it. They just gonna start paying back. Oh, they're like going to the big said, school. They're gonna look all, all <laughs> like they're, pay, they're paying them now, Aaron. What you mean? From over the table, so they don't have to hide. Mom oh, yeah, to drive yeah, that yeah. new Lexus without having that drain in the office. <laughs> That's all they gonna do. They put the money on the table, dog. If, if that were to happen too, it, if it were to happen to other leagues, not just basketball, that will also possibly or potentially mm-hmm. change the landscape for coaching because then you'll have black coaches coaching these these you know phenoms. In the collegiate but, level, and then I would help them possibly get jobs at the pro level but as well. You, but you, but you got to know that these kids, if you come into the kid and you ask them like, "Okay, come to HBCU," right? And they like, "Yeah," and they like, you know, of course. And when you're going to school, you're like, "What can you do for me? What can you do? We well, can provide a nice, wholesome environment." And then you go over to Kentucky, and that Bama put ten stacks on the table, yeah. like, "Yeah, we gotta, we actually have a." Uh, 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 like a financial program set up for your kid, so whether he gets drafted or not, he'd be straight. Like you know what I'm saying? Like what? No, how do you know, compete? Not to you know, you know, you know visit, what's no. going to change. Dog, you, you know what will help? <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, facilities don't go on a visit. He's going to a big school. That's a fact. <laughs> but you know, no. but you know what will help is when you know when when they start when they're able to start being paid for. Like the off the court stuff and the different things like that. Oh, that's the only that, thing I that would change it, though. Because though, huh? When you got a when you got a Bama with the they already with the approved that for twenty twenty one to be able to um get money. Yeah, so I mean, when that indoors. when that's really when that's really uh, like underway and going, like you know, that could definitely yet. help. It's All right, you said it, dog. What's that? It's done, dog. It's done. When the Bama's walk in the gym and they seen the Bama pushing a broomstick across the across the dusty floors, <laughs> they not playing. <laughs> they Yo, not, you see I'm the weight hoping. room and the gym and all the dog. The facilities that you get out there, especially football, but basketball oh, too, dog. It's unreal. Some of them are better than the league uh, facilities. Better than uh, Redskins. You're right. That's a fact. You're right, though. You're right. So with that being said, there will have to be a level of maturity and sacrifice on that. That's it. That's it. Like, that, the, the, the Bamas who do it, if one do it, young, because young, you got to realize, you go, you a college recruit, you a top number one college recruit, they're going to roll out the red carpet, dog. At HBCU, the carpet is brown, dog. Like, it, it, it's not her. You can't do that. No, it's true, dog. Listen, I love no, HBCU. I, listen, I'm a product way, of an HBCU. You can at least say burgundy. No, no, okay, all right. Way, so, all right, so let's let's talk about it then. Real talk. Out of the, all the HBCUs, um, what's the top HBCU? Hampton? Howard? Hampton? More? No, have you been at Howard's gym? No, we, you're talking about, okay, just the gym. You got I'm talking about facilities, that. dog. When you say I'm the floors... 
You think like some big name athlete or whoever wouldn't donate if they knew how it was about to get an influx of like, like, like uh, yeah, like, no, Bahamas would put the okay. bread up, dog. That ain't not no Morgan but or Hampton but, but for, or you right, you right. But for the first, the first, but for the first two classes, you got to play with Dusty Floors. You know what I'm saying? That's more this than freaking Hampton. This Bama, this Bama, though, but Aaron funny because he going to just slander a mortgage, but then tell Harold not to slander. Can we sit in the booze state? No, nah, but you no. right. It's they, just a different That's going to be the hard part. Aaron, you do realize that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like the 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 uh, athletes that Morgan has produced, and we got one of the top engineering and and uh, business schools, right? I'm not saying that. I'm saying that. perception, Jeff. He's I'm just saying about, perception. Yeah, because no, Bowie State had some Bamas that got league looks, played overseas, and stuff like that too. Like I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there's a different level when it comes to prestige. Now what about and Morgan what, is not on the same level of prestige as Howard and Hampton. It's just not. No. What what about um? I was trying to go to this school when I was going to college, Morehouse. Morehouse, you know, okay. Morehouse, Morehouse, because I was yeah, talking. But, but you, but you, you going to Morehouse? Not to play who? Yeah, Amazon ain't going. Yeah, dude, Bama's you had Spelman, or you had Spelman and Clark right in the same cluster, bro. I already knew the game plan. Yeah. I mean, well, the, only, the positives <laughs> is if you like a Mikey Williams or your top recruit, you go down that jump and your light is not green; it's fluorescent green. Like ain't nobody Maybe. can tell you nothing. You walking on water. <laughs> You know some of these coaches at these HBCUs. You know personally, her. Some of these yeah, guys, yeah. though. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, lot of, it's, it's a, a lot to that, too. But it's a lot of pressure, too. You get a recruit like that, you cannot botch it, though. Right. You cannot botch it. Because you're not going to get another recruit for the next well, 400 what's years. Consider, what's considered his family, though? He's going to he gonna name the entire slavery time, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, uh, but look, though, like, what's what's uh making a debacle of it? Like, what like what would be considered a success? Not winning the chip? Every time it's what, stuff when, to the when and what chip? The national chip or just the uh, conference D2 joint? D2 tournament, D3 tournament, yeah. whatever. The, you got to win the tournament. Uh, you got to win them, everything. All them Jones D1 there. Howard and Hampton Jones D1. Yeah. Like the MEAC and Morgan. So, yeah, MEAC. You got to win the MEAC. You, you can't so come you out gotta win. Meat. You got to win. Obviously, you got to win the regular season. and That's a lot of pressure for a kid, though. That's a lot of pressure for a kid. And, though, I'm in Aaron's defense earlier, though, when I was at Hampton, Dog, there was this Bama who came on second semester. This Bama was the realest Bama. I, like, I, like I played with a rack of Bamas in basketball. This Bama was a knucklehead, but this Bama was super real. And so I'm like, if like in my mind, I'm like, this Bama could make the lead, but of course he didn't because nobody's looking at this HBCU and this knucklehead. Don't do it. No, but it's been Bamas that have come out of HBCUs, though, so you can't just use that excuse. I'm like, not that saying you can't it. Be found. But 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 I'm saying in the last 
20 years, right? He probably wasn't as real as you thought he was, though. Like, uh, no, 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 Jeff, 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 no, no, Jeff. Listen, me, dog. You ain't talking to me like that. No, 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 20 years. Name me a top bad in the league that's real that came out of HBCU. No, I the mean, dude, like, that what, was with Detroit. Like, case closed. Yeah. No, nah, what do you mean, son? Like, you didn't, you talking about Ben Wallace? He was, ben Wallace. Wallace. no, no, he no, no. He in. was with oh. Detroit. He was, uh, this was like 2000, and he was there when I was at Bowie, 2004 or five. He was, he went to Shaw. Then he got drafted by, I think it was Detroit, and he oh, also played with yeah, Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, cooking yeah, yeah, yeah. for like two, yeah, three years. Cooking. Then the Bama just went off the mess. But look, though, young, like, I think he got drafted second round, too. No, if you basing it off of like scoring and doing all and like that, then I mean, yeah. But like in terms of solid NBA career, and he might make the whole. I mean, like I said, Ben Wallace was three time Defensive Player of the Year. Like I mean, that's pretty great. You know what I'm saying? But obviously, he on his defense. Flip Murray. Oh, Flip Murray. Murray. Yeah, Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, I remember him. He was a baller. I I mean, I want to see it happen. But I just I don't no, know. No, you bro. have to start somewhere, though. I mean, you got to start somewhere. You yeah, can't you're right. You right. Start off and being like the top, playing the top of the top. But I think over time, if if that was the direction that players started going into, then that could change over time. Think about yeah. college teams and programs right now in basketball that were were sick back in our day, like UNLV and stuff like that, that are trash now in college basketball. So a lot can change in a decade. Yeah, that's right. True. It's going to take true. time. And you and when count. y'all mentioned you the facilities, you're gonna be the first one, but you're not gonna see the benefits of it. Right. You're not gonna right. see that, right. that's, right. that's the that's yeah, the sacrifice, right. though. But, but the thing about it is, you're gonna go to the league presumably anyway if you're that nice. So just yeah, because true. you won't directly, it'll see affect you your draft status out. too, Jeff. Though you're not going huh? number one out of Bowie State. You're not you're going, not going number one out of Howard. No, that first NBA contract is gonna cost you, bro. It's gonna cost you. You have to average seventy-five. Y'all gonna let me talk? Y'all gonna let me talk? Or y'all gonna punch out? What you got to understand is that obviously all these kids are being tracked at a young age. You know what I mean? From we talking about 13 years old yeah. all the way through AAU, all the circuit. So if when you're the number one recruit in the country in high school and you say, I'm going to Howard, I'm going to Hampton, I'm going to Xavier, Morgan, wherever it may be. That goes with you. So, you know what yeah. I mean? If you perform the same way that they expect at that HBCU in the tournament, you still won't be number one. That's that's what I'm nah, saying. But, it's but, not but like it's you just Jeff, Jeff. came out of nowhere. The punch you know is the They've been tracking these guys too. since they were they kids. Competition. No, but that's, my, but that's my whole point. They've seen you play against all of it and through the, at the Nike camps, the, the five stars. Oh, the the NFL, but they and, use the same excuses for the black quarterback. No, Alabama's going to only players. be there for one year at half the, at the, That's what they're going to do. So it's not going to be no difference. It's not going to tell yeah, them nothing different. Basketball they, different. Yeah, basketball no. different, dog. They've been playing with this their whole career. If the Bama is a top five coming out of high school, he does one and done, and he dogs in that one year at one of the HBCUs, he's going as a lottery pick. Okay, so, so, yeah, just so we're gonna use your, we gonna use your reference. Morgan State. Let's say Zion with the Morgan State. You think the Bama would have been the number one overall pick? No, if Zion, if Zion did what he did 
you know what I mean? At Duke, at Morgan State, he would have been a lottery pick. Nah, Correct. Nah. Because he was already the number one. No, we said number player. one. No, you I can't said, go higher than Zion. There's no, no there will a, be no college if, career. If you, do one, if you do one and done at at at, at the uh you know at HBCU, like Morgan, yeah. yeah, and you were a number one and like I said, one a top ten player coming out of high school, and you do Zion. one year yeah. and you dog. And that doesn't mean you're gonna be the number one pick. RJ Barrett was number two. Like, but I'm, my whole point is, if you if you're a n- top ten player coming out of high school and you do one year at a HBCU and you dog in that one year, you're going to be a lottery pick the next year. That's what I'm saying. Now, whether you're okay. one, two, what three, level four, of five, what like, do you mean? You like, you put do, the numbers in context because no, dudes my, dog in HBCUs. My, so I'm trying to my, figure out, like, in your mind, what in, like dog, what do you com- picture? Yeah. In the Bama's dog in that. That's true. Listen, Bama's do dog in HBCUs. So, so, I'm just trying to understand. No, I'm not trying to troll you. I mean, are you? No, nah, and I'm trying to make it clear. When you're, when you, again, they start like tracking these guys as no, like, numbers, you know, 11, stop, stop, 10, stop. 10, 10, 11. Numbers, got, Jeff, you, numbers, numbers. Listen, nah. listen, numbers. when they're tracking, <laughs> you talk about tracking, tracking these guys. We don't care about the track. No, we don't you care about the listening, tracking. You're listening, though. You are listening. I'm not listening. I'm not listening because you're saying, I, you're saying tracking. Keep, yes, Give me the when, they're tracking, when they're tracking from that young age up through the 12th, Grade year yeah. What is dogging? The number yeah. what one is dogging? Win. What is dogging numbers? Yeah. I don't care about yeah. tracking. Yeah. What yeah. are the yeah. numbers yeah. at an HBCU that's going to get you a lottery pick from an Dog. HBCU? What are the numbers? Dog. Rebounds, assists, Dog. points. If you're not going to let me talk, then move on to the next topic. If okay. you want to ask me and understand what I'm saying, then I'll, I'll gladly explain. On to the next topic. No, hold no, on. no, no, let him finish. I want to hear these numbers at the end. So yeah. like, he don't have them. He's not giving us the numbers. Arrow, you won't shut up, dog. Like, all you do is keep yelling, talk about the numbers. I can't even speak. That's why I said okay, you so, want to do on. that, then move so, on okay, to the next so listen, topic. Listen, listen, before I move on to the next topic, I'm going to ask you a question. It's a yes or no question. Are you going to give me numbers? No, move on, dog. Okay. Let me say, right. say, say this real quick though before we before we move on. We talk we're talking about the NBA landscape when they were getting they were plucking players out of high school and that competition is not even as high as an HBCU or any collegiate. So I, I would just say that, so you're so you're so you were saying that Mount Zion somebody, in the nineties could be some of these uh, HBCUs uh, college teams. I believe that. Possibly. But what I'm what I'm trying to say is when we're talking about competition, we're still talking about high school competition. We're talking about a player that's in high school that hasn't fully grown, developed, or anything like that when he's in high school, and they're get they were guys were getting drafted then. So I just think in the NBA it's a little bit different when guys are getting picked because the talent level, which you you could play at guys that are grown even though you're coming out of high school. I'm 17 years old. I'm playing against guys that's been in the league already five six years, and I'm cooking them. Like mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant and Kevin Garnett, and these guys are coming out of high school. So I, I don't, I could see it at an HBCU. I just think the notoriety of an HBCU right now is just not where it needs to be to have these players get drafted high enough to warrant them going there. So, like you said earlier, it just comes down to this: it's good. The guys that start off doing it, they're not going to get. The, it'd be tough for it'll be a tough road for them. It's going to be a big sacrifice. But I think once they got over the hump and those and those schools started getting the same love in television viewership, you know what I'm saying, as some of these other schools, then that can change. But that landscape's going to take time. It's not going to be immediate. That's all I, I have to say. That's right. That's true. I, I agree with that. I agree I'm with that. I'm taking the Mathis 98 team over 90% of HBCUs. 
And then Albert Stay. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Stop. That, I like that though. So Joe Forte and Keith Bogus on the team though. I'm taking I'm taking that squad over 90% of HBCU. And then what if those guys went to an HBCU? Do you, would they still get drafted at, in a high level? I don't think so. Because I think the cooking you have to do in an HBCU is so next level. That's why I wanted to hear Jeff's opinion. I'm kind of blowing the hell because <laughs> I wanted to hear when he got to the numbers. Like, because when I hear Cook, I'm thinking like, if you score thirty, it's is that score thirty at HBCU? It was a white boy that when I was there that was scoring fifty again. So it's like the cooking you would have to do at HBCU would be so astronomical for you to be a lottery pick. I just I'm anxious to hear what. Yeah, I, I can't see a lot. I say give him a second chance. Okay, go ahead, Jeff. No, oh, it wasn't about me. I didn't care one way or another, Aaron, what he did. No, I just he wanted to hear what you said. So I'm like, no, nah, I feel you, but I'm like, you know what I mean? For me, Harold wouldn't let me talk, though. Even if you so, take like, the scenic route, I want to hear it, though. No, because it wasn't even going to be that long. He wouldn't let me, he wouldn't let me get there. What I was saying, and I'll wrap this up in, a, in less than a minute. I was okay. saying, these guys... They're tracked at a young age. So when you take that and you go all the way through their senior year in high school, and I'm saying they pick the McDonald's All-Americans, for instance, right? They narrow that down. Usually, what is it, like 10 on each team or 12? So you're mm-hmm. talking about 24 players. I'm saying if you're rated the uh, 1 through 10 top players in the country coming out of high school and you was a dog in high school, let's say, I don't know, anywhere from 25 to 30 a game, uh, six and, and five or something or four or whatever. I'm saying if you were rated, let's make the number, let's say you were the fourth rated player as, as a senior leaving, going into your freshman year and you go to a HBCU and you dog pretty much on course with those same type of numbers, like 26 to 30 a game, like seven and four. And you were the number four. You only were there for one year. I'm saying that guy they're going to say, like, that That guy has done everything throughout the course of us following him, including put up the numbers in that one year at HBCU, 28-7-7, which he averaged that around his senior year in high school, which made him the number four player in the country. That player is going to be a lottery pick. It's not like that That player just came out of nowhere and they plucked him from Croatia or something. Like, they, they know these guys. They see these guys across the circuit. So all you're doing in that HBC year – uh, that HBCU year, you know what I'm saying, is par for the course for what you've already been doing. And if you continue that and have like three games in a tournament where you dog, maybe y'all lose in the Sweet 16, y'all win around, but you dog, that player's going to be a lottery pick. All right. I'm surprised nobody... Hopefully we'll get to see it, dog. Uh, Hopefully boy. we'll get to see it. Hopefully Mikey Williams will choose an HBCU and make that sacrifice. What player is uh, he playing, by the way? Do you know? He's in third. The he ranked third. third in the country. Okay, mm-hmm. wow, that's that's high. So high yeah, if he if he so Six put it one. this way, if he does, uh, no, 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 no. Hey, look, no, listen, no, listen, no. listen, listen, Aaron. If he does, you know, uh, go against what you predict. Sorry, think, sorry. What we sorry. all predict. He's 6'8". Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. oh no, 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 Name, name Mikey Mike, Williams? I got it. Yeah, That's I got to go to the... I got to... <laughs> go to the government name, yeah? Whatever, yeah, nah, I'm going name. to the... Uh, ESPN profile. Yeah, they got him at 6-1 on ESPN. Yeah. Name, but yeah look, so, peep this, though, Aaron. If he does do 
you know, what we all, I think, predict them to do, which is go ultimately go to a predominantly white school. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if he does go against that and he puts up, you know what I'm saying? Those type of numbers, like I said, let's at, at six one as a point guard and he averages 25, it, like have like a Ja Moran type year, he's going to be a lottery pick because he's already the third ranked player in the country. And it's just mm-hmm. one year there. Now, if he go there and he don't do nothing and he's like, he averaged like you know fourteen a game or something like that, and that 14. yeah, that might be different. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's not getting drafted. So I also drafted. think that six one is a huge issue for me. Yeah. Like if he's six eight, then yeah, yeah. at six one you got to got have more than twenty five a game. I think to get into the league, or you got to have like fifteen assists a game. It's got to be like crazy assist numbers. To where it's like a John Moran. Like so, I mean, I, it 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 gotta see. We gotta see how his J is. Like, Six one little man, as hell, Nah, but I'm, what I'm saying is like how he can shoot. Like, I mean, if he averaging twenty five a game at six one, and I think and, he's six eight. And I think shoot. that was wrong. Harold's That's wrong. first joint. Yeah, I'm no, no, sure he's six one. No, I'm look, dog. Looking at the, I mean, he looked lanky as hell. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the 2023 ESPN top twenty five, and he's a shooting guard from. San Cedro, 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 San Cedro, California, high school, six one one eighty, number three, ranked number three. Oh, that's why he talking about HBCU because he's going to go cook at uh, he ain't going to cook at D one. Stop, stop. He wants to go to HBCU so he can get better again. That's like six one back. Let's get this last topic in, man, before uh, we leave. Uh, All right, man. so NBA said to come back July 31st. They got they got play-in games uh, for, for the playoffs, essentially. All the teams that was on the bubble, um, they bringing in 22 teams total. Uh, and it looks like they're just doing a tourney, tourney style for the, for the play-in games. And then from there, it'll start the first round and the second round. Um, no, I mean, are they just going to do the Stearns orders and just give it to LeBron James, young? Because to me, this just feels like all of this push and rush to just make this young happen, it's just because they're losing money, one, of course. But I feel like in the back, like, to LeBron James would be the perfect person to win his chip because he, he embodies – uh, like social justice and and standing up and no, that ain't gonna mean nothing when they get out there, dog. Like that ain't gonna mean nothing when they get out there on the court. We don't know how this gonna affect LeBron, dog. He in his seventeenth year. These Bama's been on what three, four months. It would have been when they start. These are some, bro. That's yeah. Like we don't know how. Oh, like, Bama's is back healthy. What you mean, dog? Yeah, they're they been off all this time, though. Right. We on, and then you ask to gear it back up, playoffs like For playoff style man, basketball. Yeah. They gonna have some exhibition. They gonna have some exhibition games before. Man, still though, Achilles. I figure like these Bamas won't even be in like you know full form until like the third round, which is what the conference finals. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like because so who it's gonna just, win like, Who you, who you think can win? I think, it? I think but under these circumstances. Anybody can. Yeah, dog. I mean, the the usual suspect: Lakers, Clippers, uh, Milwaukee. I so think. I, you know, so I had a question about this, y'all. Are they reseeding the uh, the East and West teams? No. Are they just keeping the seeds? Or just the the bubble teams basically are are the ones that are playing for a playoff spot. 
No, every, I mean, everybody's playing the games out, all the 22 mm-hmm. teams. But the the object is for the I guess the ninth seed to get within four games of the eight seed, so you could get to that play-in game to get into the playoff, and uh, also to get these teams that are rusty, you know, I mean, a little bit of work before the playoffs mm-hmm. start, so you don't have the LeBron excuses like, oh, you know, I, uh, we just came back after three months and I couldn't practice and the chemistry mm-hmm. was off, so that was a chance to get right. You know, you know the streets is saying that you know, they put that little Joan in there to see if uh, hopefully New Orleans and Zion can make that. Of course, job, you know what I'm saying. Well, well, I'm well, well. The, 20. <laughs> the thing is, if they if they make it in there, I, I actually like them though. I, I really like them I think, what? I think, like who? against the Lakers, you don't like who? Uh, no? I think youth youth is on their side, bro. Um, they got youth on their side, but the he's old. The old head's got to reset with three months off because LeBron's body's not going to be worn down like it has been the past few seasons. Dog, this man is going to be super refreshed. Yeah, but like I said, him gearing that joint back up might be a problem. I mean, hopefully not, but I mean, I don't know. You know, he part of his go. When they start talking about, hey, LeBron, go ahead and start working out. You know, we about to go ahead and get this thing going into the July, what we looking at. Dog, he is the NBA. This man was definitely a part of these conversations. Yeah, nah, for sure. Oh, yeah, Him, sure. yeah, all, all the major Chris players. Paul, yeah, no, they, yeah. They Kevin Durant. Yeah, so Kevin Durant said, "I'm not doing. It. I'm out. He's done. He, <laughs> he, he, he should you. fall back. Yeah, he should yeah. fall back this year. Next year, it's not. It's no point to rush, though. It's no nah, point. Nah, none whatsoever, though. Well, yeah, yeah, not, not for this. Yeah, nah, it's smart. <laughs> if you're, if you're on, <laughs> that was like a troll, though. Man. Nah, nah, for real. Because uh, I mean, the Wizards are they? Wizards are in Orlando. So no, I mean, but I, 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 but you knew Bamas wouldn't care because the Wizards ain't. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why I said. Like, I was hoping they ain't make it in the jail. I, I was hoping they ain't make it in the jail. Oh, they excluded the Bamas and just let them sit out somewhere. Oh, that Bama bill about me gone though. But anyway, that's a topic for another day. That's coming, dog. I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy Doorline Shake and Bake just finally came out with a a statement about racism. Ooh. Can they get him out of there yeah, like you know, Donald Sterling? Oh, uh, oh no, nah, I didn't. I you didn't get him on wax doing something OC. <laughs> you said you said hold on. You said who did Jim Dolan? Dolan. Dolan. Oh, okay, okay. That, yeah. Every team released a statement right. except the Knicks up until today, Jeff. Right, right, right. Yeah. Get him out of here, dog. Oh, I'm get looking at Mikey here. Williams, though. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, really, we just really we just revisit this joint when he make his decision ultimately. Wow. No, he's not going and to it ABC like, use, And dog. it sounds like I mean, none, of, none of us think none of us think he is, but this generation ain't so, ready for that. So what year what year is he on? You said twenty twenty three? Yeah. Oh, if he like, plays that? all four years. Oh, like uh that's what year he would it's be. graduation that's, year, yeah. Got you, but he gonna be a freshman that's coming next up year. here. Right next year, got you, got you. Okay, yo, yeah. I'm a grown man with no NBA aspirations. If I go into certain gyms and I look in and I see the conditions is not fit to be playing basketball, <laughs> I'm on. not playing. Dog. Go on. So, so, it's so slippery, I, I just don't. I, oh. I don't know, you I don't like know how you gonna do it. So, this man, question. Uh, when you went to Hampton, the, the gym was trash. It, it was like no, oh, they just no, they, no, they no. just smaller, dog. No, that's, I know, but he acts like. Let me tell you what the difference is, though. Let me tell you what the difference is, though. First of all, 
Like anybody upgraded, I ain't been down that joint in, in ten plus years. Though. Yes, they nice might got cushions. Up. They might got cushions on the seats now, but back then it was wooden, it was it was it was wooden seats. Dog, I mean the gym wasn't trash, but it wasn't like it wasn't like I'm saying when you compare, it's like looking at an IG model online and then seeing her in person. It's just different, dog. So if they go to visits and the Bama go past Kentucky and see their facility, see all their equipment, see that they got chefs. Oh, you and gotta look beyond that, dog, dude, son. We know that Jones. No, that's the Bama. I don't, that's know. A I don't know, but that's a what they got to see. Day to be on. Yeah, yeah, you that's gotta have a strong dad. Though, no, dude. because I mean, age? I'll tell you. Right, son. I'll tell you this. I know, like, like Morgan, like, I mean, Howard got a, a, a um, like a top notch football stadium too. But I know Morgan, like, our, our basketball facility was nice. Now, like I say, it's not gonna have the number of people that you you get at them. You know, the bigger schools, the predominantly 8, white schools. Yeah, but like, but but the Joan is nice. But like I said, that's one of the newer. Jones. I don't know whether Hampton upgraded their. Yeah, they gym. probably did. Yeah, they probably, I mean, they probably did. But, you know, but I think that's ultimately in this day and age, like the biggest difference would be in the size of like the gym and, and obviously like the, the workout facilities and things like that and some of that. But like that still don't mean that the HBCUs aren't good. They just don't have that grand scale that the predominantly white joints You're making have, that joint you know seem mean? like it's a destitute like it's just like you got no but I'm just Arrow. saying I'm saying it's not no yeah. listen, <laughs> no, listen, <laughs> listen hey D, D let me just say this over the, over let me just say this let me just say this right yo, they, they, up, they, they the still got they still got they still got the flip number scoreboard no Flipping the plastic oh, yeah. hey, hey, Harold, you got you got to make a donation to Hampton this week, dog. Say nah, say nah, but I'm just saying it is levels to the joke, dog. Oh, and, without and, question. And, and I'm not, and I'm saying, you know, you know, you know, Cam, he went to UVA, dog. Being down on UVA, that's a D1 school, of course. And then seeing that Joe, and then looking at <laughs> Hampton dog, right down the road, n- oh, night, night and day, dog. It's I mean, that's the thing that really is going really like you gotta have a strong father and some like it has to be because dog you're gonna sacrifice dog and nobody wants to sacrifice. Don't even. Well, it's even, just one. If you that nice, it'll just be one year, yeah. The yeah, one and you, die, also other aspects to it, like. <laughs> go ahead, go there. Yeah. You right? No, no, no. You right? You right? You right? You right. Oh, you right. <laughs> I appreciate you, dog. I'm about to go to the point of no return. Yeah, yeah, say yeah. Yo, it's a lot of perks in them deep. You give it up a lot. Yeah. Say what you gotta say, man. I, I need you to. Say I mean, it's the it, truth. Man. It's the truth, dog. And and I and I, I mean, as much as my heart wants it to happen, I just don't know that it will happen, yeah. Right. I just don't know the way happened. And and trust trust me, Jeff, I'm with you. If you really nice, like you you should be straight either way. But even that, though, it's still like not guaranteed. Like you don't I mean, and this is a little bit different before we we close up, but you could go to the HBCU and you could be the cooker that they've seen you be, right? And you can have like maybe three or four games where you just just did just didn't have it in you for whatever reason. And and it hurts your average, but overall you were a cooker by like collegiate standards. The way they measure these schools and these HBCUs 
not necessarily the kid himself, but the school, the program, yeah. could 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 definitely be a detriment to that kid. And I'm telling you, if I'm a big name school and this recruit comes sits across from me, I'm like, yeah, you can go over to Hampton if you want. I mean, they got an okay facility, whatever, whatever. But I'm saying, you looking at our facilities, D1, and all the person that come along with us. And then, you know, if you don't do well every game there. They're going to hold you to a higher standard that if you come here and have the same exact season, right, have them four games with a dud, you're still going to be a top, top 10, top five pick. That you, you're not guaranteed that going to that school. And that's the part where for the kid, they're going to have to have basically, you know what I'm saying, either be a super bona fide cooker where they're not afraid of that happening or a strong uh, foundation yeah. and base to help them and, like yeah. kind of weather that situation. They got to be in middle class, upper middle class. They can't be someone that's like struggling in a house that's struggling that, you know what I'm saying? I can go to a high school and then I could pay for my house. You know what I'm saying? Pay for my family, help my peoples out. It can't. I, I think in that situation, it'd be hard pressed to get someone to go to. And they that's, a, you and that's, that's like that's like that's like the equivalent like if you if you you coming out of school and you you get offered like uh, an engineering scholarship to work with Tesla or you know what I'm saying or you could work at you know they woo they woo yeah you you might learn just as much you may you may you may put yourself at the top of your class or internship like let's say you have an internship at tesla an internship at day woo or something like i mean it's different though it's different yeah you're not gonna I act mean, like kentucky all, and, 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 and 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 ultimately it come down to the person you know what i'm saying whether in the day woo tesla situation or whether you're talking about going to hbc you versus a predominantly white joint because it's like if the bama is a zion then, the, then yeah. it don't matter. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If it, he got to be like, like I said, RJ Barrett would have done, done numbers no matter where he went. Like, so I'm saying on that level, like yeah. they have to be on that because those type of guys, I, I don't think it matters. Like they would do numbers no matter where they went. Now it's certain individuals that, you know, maybe they wouldn't be able to do that for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I think no, it's going to depend on the person. Zion? I'm saying you got to be Zion. You got to be no, Zion. I'm, I'm, I'm just talking about how he cooked, how they cooked or whatever. Uh-huh, okay. like if, if you, I mean, it was other Bamas that, you know I mean, cooked this year that weren't the number one and two players in the country, you know, but I'm just saying like, at that level. You just level, didn't say it'd be like, a lottery pick. Hmm? Just to, just to be a lottery pick. Yeah, to be to be a lottery pick, to just go to be on brand like those top guys. Mm-hmm. I I think you know it wouldn't matter where they went. You know what I mean? Whereas mm-hmm. a certain other individuals where you know it, it matters. Like for instance, if you go back a little bit and you look at Wiggins, right? Remember how he had a lot of and it's kind of showed its face in the NBA. He had a lot of moments at Kansas, including that where they got eliminated in a tournament where it was like he didn't want it. That motor wasn't there, or or even um from Duke the. the uh, the guy, the shooter, I can't, I'm drawing a blank on his name, yeah. Uh, Reddish, Cam Reddish or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that engine motor seemed like it was low and stuff like that. Them type of guy, you couldn't, you couldn't have that type of moment at the mm-hmm. HBCU. It might, mm-hmm. it might hurt you. I think as a good scout, you should be able to see past it, but you might not be able to. But yeah. ideally, you shouldn't have those type of moments. You know what I mean? Like you no, should but, be but, cooking I, every game. Whether you shoot a bad percentage uh-huh. or not, you, it's, you should still have like 28. 25, you know what I'm saying? Got to. 
25 is the mid the floor. Yeah. That's the floor. Like yeah. I said, even if you did it on like 40% shooting on a given game, like you still gotta go. You gotta go for that number, yeah. Cause cause you can already you can already see the scout in the stand. You can't cut these bums. He leaving a half you time can't. if you ain't on pace for 25. Yeah. <laughs> if you ain't got 20 in the first half, he gone, though. <laughs> Chauncey, Chauncey Billups, Tashawn Prince looking like they trying to get the G- assistant GM job for Detroit. Oh, man, man, hit the truck, boy. Somebody still in college. Did they defund the police out there, Don? Oh, yeah. That was all ain't violent. Yeah, dog, I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, we, we done. We stopped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, Tayshaun Prince, Chauncey. I think Chauncey would be a good GM. I think so, too. I think he should have been a head coach, but I think GM is probably even better. Yeah, GM is better, dog. If, I, if I'm in a league and I get a job, I won't get in a league job, I want a GM job. Don't I don't want to be a coach. They're trying to be like a team of GMs or like they're just individually going for it? No, the they're individually going for it and they, oh, okay. they probably decide between the two. Um, they both so. brought championships to, to Detroit yeah. together, yeah. So. Yeah, that's a squad, dog. So... Um, so that is all, young. Hopefully, next week, Tasha, she would get her back on the show next week. Um, talk some insecure. We kind of go back to our regular format. I mean, hopefully, some basketball games will start getting played like in the next two weeks or so. Wait, nah, they said July 31st, huh? Oh, so that's the start. Start, that's yeah, they're not even yeah, doing no yeah. warm ups Nah, I mean, the warm up gonna be basically be them little playing games, you know what I'm oh, saying? Okay. Which it won't matter for the top seeds. Yeah. I see, I see the NFL, they gearing up too. They talk, they already yeah. laid out the protocols for the, the NFL players and, and what will be permissive, permissible, and social distancing, and all the guidelines around that. So they gearing up. So, they open yeah. Oh, you know what? You know what we forgot to talk about. We ain't addressed the whole Dabo jump. You know what I'm saying? That Clemson. Mm-hmm. Get him out of here. Jump with DeAndre Hopkins. We'll, we'll touch yeah, it next week. It ain't that, going nowhere. Yeah. He gonna stay racist for another week. So we can <laughs> we can we can touch it next week. Though. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> see, he out of control. Uh, oh, see. Uh, Shout out to Wes Buffy Podcast. Shout out to Kicking It With G-Man. Shout out to Lance J Radio, Free Agent Radio. Shout out to uh, uh, Sports Talk Tasha. Shout out to uh, Black Sports Online, Robert Latow. And um, and I believe that is all. Shout out to Jenna Garcia. Um, and we out. You can check out our podcast each and every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Just search Other Side of Sports, or you can follow us on Instagram at OSS980. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about it. Let me speak! How does that feel? How does that feel? Do 